What's up, everybody? Yusuf Ali here. Thanks for listening to the Meldrick Moments Extended Edition podcast right here on Anchor. And if you want to start your own podcast on Anchor, it's absolutely easy and absolutely free. Let me tell you again, absolutely free. And it's so easy, you don't even need a microphone. I mean, it helps if you have a microphone, but you don't need a microphone because they have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. You don't need a booth. You don't need a studio. All you need is somewhere to sit down and be quiet and start talking. It's great. I recommend it to anybody, first-time users, professional, experienced podcasters, and anybody in between. It's absolutely the best. They have background music intro music, sound effects, kids crying, dogs barking, whatever you need, right there, Anchor, use it right now, tell them I sent you, Yusuf Ali. 4.24 a.m., but the studio don't close, man, the studio don't close, plus, it's a new game now, we ain't passing blunts no more. Jason, Ain't no pass to this your left hand side, your right hand side, no hand side. You keep your blind. You pass a blind now, somebody likely to test you out. Coronavirus. Smoking by yourself. Little blunts. Smoking by yourself. Y'all hear me? What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another Meldrick Moment Extendo Edition. This is number 21. I'm still your host, User by Lee. We are still live from the Nightstand Studios, another pillowcase production. Uh, this episode is a special episode because it's my mama's birthday weekend episode. Actually, her birthday was yesterday. I'm recording this on the 25th of October, 2020. And this episode is mostly going to be, well, we're going to start out at least about my mama. And then you got some other shit to talk about too. Um, a little bit of news, um, some Canadian news, um, some rapper news. What else happened? I got I got a, a think piece about fashion, a fashion return. I don't want to give it up because y'all might have seen a few people out there trying to bring this shit back, but we got a lot of shit. We got we got we got some good shit. Let's let's just get into it. do at the top of the show i want to thank my likers and my sharers and my retweeters and my favoriters and my five-star reviewers and all y'all we can't do this without y'all by we i mean me this is a one-man operation i have no assistance on production i have no assistance on sound levels i have no assistance on background music it's just me me and my mellows me and my me and my tricks I'm just gonna say mellows, cause you can't make you can't make Drick sound cool. It don't matter how cool you try to say Drick, it just don't. Dries, 
let's just go with mellow we're just gonna go with mellow and um yeah man let's just get right into it man like i said this is my my mama birthday episode um her birthday she would have been she was born in 49 99 50 19 she would have been 71 mm. she made it to an even 70 fair enough if you tell me i can make it to you, you guarantee me i can make it to 70 i take that i take that you told me i'm a day i'm gonna die the day after i turn 70 i'll be like cool i got a little bit of time to get some shit done have a little bit more fun bust more nuts smoke some more blunts but um yeah she made it to 70 um since i've been out here normally i would have just on my on her birthday sent her a card some money or something called her you know the usual you do with your parents long distance and it's funny because actually the last time we celebrate together was our 65th birthday and I happened to take pictures of that if you follow me on Instagram or on my Facebook like I hope you do then you probably saw that video I made with with said picture from our 65th birthday party we got I think we got the most people to come out that year in 2016 I want to say got people to come out and a lot of cousins and church people to come fill up a tiny apartment it was cool man uh i got everything basically every day i find another trait that i got from my mama uh patience um acceptance when like on like if it's like something somebody would say it's just some bullshit like we just find a way to make it work uh just finding a way to make shit work man it's one of her biggest traits that I'm proud that I got from her. And both of those, the previous, the, the being patient and making shit work are really, I'm at my, it's the ultimate test this week. Being it is October 25th, November 1st is one week away. And I don't have a secured, you know, new place to stay yet. I got this week. This week is going to be intense. Let's say that. Here, it's a plane. It's a plane. Y'all hear that plane? I don't know how close the motherfucker is to the house, but you damn sure can hear it coming through the roof onto this microphone. I ain't got the windows open or nothing. Anyway. Um, another thing about my mama. She... Growing up, I was thinking about this, too. She was a good ass whooper. Like, I ain't get my ass whooped a whole lot of time. Like, I can legit count the real good ones. Probably on one hand. Because it didn't take... If it took more than five good, good ass whoopings when you was growing up, then you probably in jail right now. You're not listening to this podcast anyway. But you might be. You might be. Because motherfuckers got more Wi-Fi in jail than people at gated communities. So... They damn sure posting and TikToking and doing challenges and all kind of shit. World Star Fights. Jail is lit. You don't even... You really don't need cable these days if you have Wi-Fi. You can just watch World Star Fights. It ain't even all fights. They got they got jail people rapping. Jail people doing athletic shit. So, I'm just saying, you know, 
you get bored, check your World Star Hip Hop Jail videos and find something entertaining. Anyway, like I was saying, she was a good ass whooper. One of my favorite ass whoopings. I don't remember what I did, but I know she made me get in the tub with the long johns on and then like whoop me with this with the long johns still like if you ever had wet drawers and, and dry pans you know how like it kind of make your ass itch but then it's, it's like a, it's like annoying an annoying itch so imagine that annoying draw wet drawers itch on top of slashes of pain so that was a good ass one but I, like i said i don't know what i did but i bet you i didn't do that shit no more and uh, also back then, you could whoop ass with the whole neighborhood. Like it was, a, it was a neighborhood right. Like right, everybody could whoop your ass, right? So most legendary ass whooping ever. I probably talked about it on stage, but that's because of the efficiency and the, the technique. And like, now if you got four bad kids. A lot of people take, you know, you whoop one kid. I done seen this in other houses. You whoop one kid and then tell him to go get his brother so they can get their whooping or their sister, whoever going to get the whooping. The whoopings were not gender specific. Everybody got their ass whooped. So, but that could take time and extra energy whooping several different kids back to back to back to back you think about that even if you only give them four three good lashes a piece that's 12 good lashes you know you can throw out your rotator cuff if you're an older parent you might not got 12 good lashes left you might only have a good six lashes before shit start getting sore you know so what my mama did it was me Aaron even being Tahid and Tawan. All of us playing with fire. All of us in the backyard. Even was the oldest. Even and Tahid were the oldest. They both was, I think, two years older than everybody else in the group. Maybe even might have been even three years older than everybody else in the group. So he really knew better. Anyway, fast forward to we playing with the fire. We get caught playing with the fire. Because, of course, we get caught playing with the fire. If you burn plastic and shit like that, that the smoke is very specific. It's a very specific black-ass smoke. It's not like um, barbecue smoke or paper smoke. That shit is plastic smoke, and it smells weird, too. So, you know when somebody fucking around with plastic? And man... When it came time for our ass whoopings, now that's how many kids did I say? Like five kids? That's a lot of ass whooping. That's you're gonna be tired whooping all them asses. So what did my mama do? Innovative? Man, Vanguard style. Actually, it might not have been Vanguard. It might have been a throwback to to like uh firing ranges and shit. She had us all line up side by side. And a, you know, shoulder to shoulder. And she went down the line. And the ass whooping sound like when you, uh, 
what's that what's that turning the pages of a like whatever the fuck not pages you know what i'm trying to say but that's how the ass and sound like a, the ass was like a turnstile or a turnstile with a switch and in the, in the, instead of you know instead of the metal thing it was a switch and instead of one ass going through the turnstile it was several asses at once it was amazing so she would go da 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 come back the opposite way da 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 come back down one more time da 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 now she didn't inflict it in essence 15 15 lashes and just three swipes so and we all took our ass whooping and another thing that stand up about that that I never forget Ben was the only one who didn't cry and switch hurt I don't give a fuck how tough you think you are switch is hurt and he ate his he had and he was on some I don't know why I already thought that was some Bruce Lee shit and that te- that one tear just you know rolled down his face that boy was stoic took his ass whooping like a 12 year old man so hey shout out to Ben um and that's that's I guess I could go on I could make the whole podcast about my mom if I want to and cause it's my podcast and I can do as much time as I want. I can stop as when I want. I go as long as I want. But I'm not. I'm going to keep it. Maybe something else come back up. Something else come up related to the other shit, the other news. You know, you know, tell a relatable mama story. But I just want to talk about them. I just want to get out of the way. So happy birthday, mama. Uh, Amory, if you listen to this, if you got Spotify yet. <coughs> I hope you did. <laughs> uh, celebrate with me uh, virtually. Uh, anyway, uh, what else? Oh, I want to do a couple updates, man. Because last episode, you know, every episode I say the wrong word. I'm thinking of a word and I say the wrong word. Last episode, I was talking about how I even come around to saying Melmo and Mellow and all that shit from you know, magic moments and how we got to this point. And the word I used was not derived. I don't know what I said. I don't even know what the context was exactly. But all I know is the next day when I was really playing the podcast, I was like, oh, I meant to say derived. So insert derived wherever you know I meant to say derived. You know what I'm talking about when you hear it. And uh, um, and I also wanted to add that Fontrell was probably the reason that some of these EDD checks was taking so long to come through also because he funneling all the money to buy Bugattis and shit and mansions and hard to park fucking Hollywood Hills so blame Fontrell Baines okay let's get let's keep going um apparently uh I'm one of about seven people on the whole entire internet looks like who didn't know what a coyote was when when uh, Donald Trump said it. Now, my problem is I know what I did wrong. I ignored my gut. When he said coyotes probably brought him over and then 
kept saying some other shit. Then said, yeah, coyotes brought him. And then Biden said, they came over with their parents. They know coyotes bring them. And the way he said that, and knowing that those two old motherfuckers say outlandish shit, and know, especially Trump say outlandish shit all the time, my very first thought, my very first thought was, he cannot mean coyotes, as in, like Laura Partlow said, shout out to Laura Partlow, fellow su- supporter from Cleveland, uh, a four-legged lupine, That's, is that the word she used? So, I don't, I, I don't know, like, and I said, I said to myself, Google it, man. Google coyote to make sure that it it, it in case it is another, you know, that's a slang term. But I didn't call it trying to be uh, quick, comedic timing, all this type of shit. I want to say the shit quick. So I'll post first on Facebook. And I thought it was a good post. Had I did a quick Google search, could have been a whole different post. I posted. I thought this motherfucker made a Freudian slip the first time he said coyote, but nope. He really think coyotes are bringing babies into the country. So, if you can tell by my tone, all you had to do is read it, that I thought coyote was a traditional coyote. I thought so much that Coyote was a traditional coyote that I then copied the text and tweeted it. And that's where I got exposed. Some lady who I thought was a dude, I, I don't know why I thought it was a dude, maybe because of the name. I didn't really look at the profile picture, but it turned out it was a girl. She follows eight people. She has 49 followers, me not included on either one of these lists. But somehow she saw my tweet and she said, so by this, with this take, I think this lets me believe that you think that it's only one kind of coyote, which is the animal. Educate yourself. Cry laugh emoji. So... After she exposed me in front of all my, I think I got 1,800 Twitter followers. After she exposed me in front of all my 1,800 Twitter followers, <laughs> I then Googled. But it was too late by now. It was too late. Yeah, yeah, okay, all right, yeah, coyote immigrant smuggler. Yeah. But like I said, again, referring to a tweet. How the fuck I'm supposed to know that a coyote is an immigrant smuggler? How the fuck do all y'all know that coyotes are immigrant smugglers? I guess they say the shit on different TV shows and all kind of shit like that. TV shows that I don't watch. So, I have no idea how I would know a coyote. Now, uh, Laura Parlo made the comparison to a a drug a mule drug mule and i know mule because usually it's preceded by the word drug 
So even if you don't know exactly what a drug mule is, you know that it's, the chances are it's not an actual mule because the word drug in front of it and the reference in the context that they're using the word. And those same context clues you would think would have made me, you know, say, well, a coyote can't be, you can't be talking about an actual animal. But again, we're talking about Donald Trump and Joe Biden. It's not crazy to think that they could have been talking about the fucking animal. So give me a fucking break for not watching Narcos or uh, uh, whatever the fuck these Mexican ass subtitle ass shows that come on. I don't know this shit. I watch comedy shows and documentaries. Now, if I watch one about immigrants, maybe the fucking coyote would have came up. But apparently, I did not. But I'm not the only person that didn't know that. So, some senator lady or congress lady, elected official, no matter what part, the part, the, the, the thing is, she came out and just had the longest, oh, this motherfucker, I'm paraphrasing, this motherfucker think coyotes brought human, a whole, she even used the young slang, whole, a whole human baby across the border, uh, uh, get me out of here, some shit she tried to make him seem like he was just the dumbest motherfucker, and that, see that, you know, I guess it was no different than mine. She just got more stature than me. So, she, we both should have known better. We both could have Googled. We, there's no excuse for either one of us to make that tweet. But, um, hey, man. Hey, if you, if, and if, for, for, if you don't believe me, I left the tweet up because I don't give a fuck. I, shit. I ain't no hoe. So, I ain't scared. I was wrong. I got fucking. I'm right. I'm right again. God damn it. So that's the fuck. That's what happened. So anyway, moving on from that. A lot of people like to say that 2020 is the worst year ever. And for a while. I could believe that it was a worst year. My mama died. That's there you go. It's don't I don't give a fuck what else happened after that. There you go. So that's my argument for 2020 being the worst year ever. So I agree with people when they say that. And like I say, it's different experiences with different people, but a lot of people collectively seem to agree that 2020 is the worst year ever. But I was watching some shit about this part of I think it was Japan wherever they had the fucking tsunami in 2011 and what I didn't know I knew about the tsunami that was a, a really big deal but I didn't know the details I didn't know the shit that happened surrounding the tsunami in 2011 do you know that right before the tsunami they had a 9.2 earthquake. So, shit was super duper fucked up on land already. Like, 
shit is fucked up. I'm really bad fucked up. 9.2 earthquake. So imagine. Out here we get like uh sevens. I think we had a I think the one that fucked up Candlestick Park that year was like a seven something. Maybe even an eight. But they got uh, they had a 9.2 Richter scale earthquake. Right? Days before the tsunami. And then the tsunami come. They say the water was a hundred and thirty-one feet high. So you got a hundred and thirty-one foot wall of water destroying everything that was already. It was like it was like the tsunami. It was like the earthquake was like shaking, like shaking dice. Just shaking up some dice. Like the dice was chilling, which is Japan. Somebody picked up the dice. Oh shit. Now the dice shaking like a motherfucker. Oh, what the fuck is going on? The dice is shaking. Dice get thrown. Oh shit. Shit shaking. Shaking, 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 shaking. Slows to a stop. Shit finally stopped shaking. Right. Boom. Imagine you uh you know the little orange mites. You can't really see them. But if you look real hard, you see those little orange, little like little orange dots. They usually be on stoops and rails. They just walking around, just chilling, little tiny little dice. So imagine you one of them little mites on one of these dice, and you were just sitting there chilling. And then somebody picked up the dice. So now, oh shit, oh what the fuck, what the fuck? And then they throw the dice. Now the dice stop rolling. Now you finally getting your bearings. You're like, oh shit, what the fuck was that? And then somebody come and spray a motherfucking hose down the sidewalk and just send the dice flying thousands of feet, or you know, by scale. So that's that's what happened. So then, hold on. So then, after the tsunami, a motherfucking snowstorm, or unusual for that time of year, snowstorm, out of nowhere. So 2020 was bad, and it is it's still two long months left but fuck if you ask those cats they'll probably they'll probably say 2011 was was up there that's all that's all I wanted to say about that um, remember when uh, when they used to have nights for girls that was like the same as the dudes, but just like a different colorway that only the girls had. But sometimes the colorway would be so dope that dudes had to get them too. And then they just stopped doing that. I was thinking about that because I, I saw an article that was talking about Sue Bird got some. She don't really got her own shoe, but she got like a a version of some Kyrie. So it's like Sue Bird Kyrie's, and you know about Kyrie and his affinity for. Um, Caucasian women, then you, you, the irony of her having a Kyrie shoe is amazing. But anyway, I just think that she needs to have her own shoe and don't have to be all wrapped around Kyrie, Kyrie's umbrella and his brand. Get, like, get somebody their own shoe or at least bring back the, the, the colorways that's so dope that make dudes want to get them anyway. Like, I remember what was those Hirachis? 
was it Herathis or up whatever type of Nike boots that year. And the, the dude version was like a black and green and white. And then the girl version was like navy blue with some pink and I think a little bit of purple and white. And man, dudes were stretching their feet out trying to get them motherfuckers. So they should bring that back, man. Bring back the girl Nikes. I mean, the girl version of the dope Nikes. And if you ain't going to give no girl her own shoe, at least, you know. I guess that's what they kind of did with the Super Kyrie. So, whatever. You know what I'm trying to say. I guess I just wanted to talk about those one Hirachis. I, that whole, me bringing up that whole thing was just to talk about those Hirachis. Um, oh, last week, uh, I did this shit where I watch. Uh, it's not, I guess I gotta, it's not live. Uh, commentary because I'm just tweeting just texting sort of like what I do with the Browns but I do it for this app called Collide and the catch is we don't do it for the Browns games which is cool because actually it probably would be better if I did it for the Browns games because then I just have to put the same shit it'll be a lot of tweeting but um the catch is having to watch other games that I don't care about so I had to watch the Rams and the 49ers. And man, I don't care about watching them. I really, especially after the Browns lose out this week, we won. Shout out to the Browns, we won. And so I wouldn't have had, I wouldn't mind watching another game. But man, it's hard to watch another game, even, even for pay. It's hard to watch another game that you have no emotional investment in. Shout out to commentators. Like, as much as I love football, these play by play play-by-play calling motherfuckers and the other the, the former player that just sit there and watch the game like I get it but I don't even want to see none of this shit after the if I don't give a fuck about the team I don't give a fuck about the game now I watch playoff football obviously but just I don't know I, I gotta get over that same thing with basketball I done missed out on so many actual games I didn't watch highlights of everything over my life because I just don't watch whole games unless I'm some type of emotional investment in it. And I don't know if that make it better or worse for my sporting experience, but that's what it is. That's that's the, how it got to this point. Like, man, I don't watch no other games. <laughs> I can't be the only one that's like that. Uh-uh. I think I think I think that's about it before we move on to um to news. Oh, let, okay. This is another lady I want to talk about because this was cool. I listen, like, y'all, like I listen to y'all know I listen to those murder podcasts, like, but now I started listening to the same. It's basically the same concept, but they they don't talk about murders. They talk about like drug dealers and shit like that. And this lady was a motherfucker. So far, she the only drug dealer I ain't heard about. That didn't go to jail, get killed, snitch, or chased out of the country. She just said, fuck it. Thelma Wright. She was selling dope. She started out selling dope in Philadelphia. And then she went back to, and then she moved to LA. And then she was back and forth. And it's dope, it's dope how she did it. She like would just send dope dope and money through the mail which at the time <laughs> was just like super easy to do like 
Obviously, you can't do that in 2020. You could try, your dumb ass, and try to put some some dope in the mail. But <laughs> that's what she was doing. She was just sending dope in the mail for the most part. Like that was it. She never really touched it. She had somebody else take the dope to the mail to the fucking. Only thing she kind of did was pick up the money sometimes. And actually, that's when you know she was getting too hot. One of the last times she went to pick up some money, they didn't have the shit. Then when the shit got caught on, like one of her dealers got busted going to pick up some dope because it it didn't come to his house. So he wanted to go and pick up the mail from the mailman and he got busted because they was they set him up. So she was just like, fuck it. The next shipment that come in, I'm just, I fuck that. And she just left it. And then that was that. And she just got out the game. And then that was that. Never went to jail. She didn't shoot nobody. She just sold her dope for about eight nine years made some money a lot of money and then bounced started some comedy clubs she had robin harris come to her birthday party and shit like that and then that was it and that was like so far the coolest most successful drug dealer story i didn't heard about so far and a girl film her right so shout out to her Before we start the news, I was just wondering, do y'all think they ever gonna bring back crease jeans? Think about it. Y'all didn't think they was gonna bring back jean shorts, and they back. So while we on jeans, you know, wonder if young motherfuckers gonna start putting creases in their jeans again. Like that used to be the shit at some point. You know, starch was flying off the shelves. But I don't even know if they sell starch no more. If they do, I don't, I don't know what they sell it for. Anyway, that's not news. That was just that was just a, a high ass thought. But um real news and real news. Um let's start with entertainment. A lot of entertainment news. Another rapper on his way to jail for gun violence and this shit just don't stop man we gotta do something about these the the youth man these rappers man they keep shooting people this time a kid got shot a baby i'm sure it's an innocent bystander i think i think knowing knowing these motherfuckers he might have he might have thought the baby was looking at him wrong or some shit but the rapper name is Lil rodney and he shot the baby and the baby not and it's crazy that this baby is just a regular baby not a rapper not not another rapper named the baby just this is an actual baby baby he shot the baby catch is he only 12 man little rodney only 12 man he a crip and he rap about cripping and shooting and he shot the baby and you know what his 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 aka is the other rap name 30 shots so Luckily, he didn't shoot the baby 30 times, you know, living, you know, trying to make a name, you know, like scam rappers got to make a name for themselves. EDD rappers got to make a name for they live up to their name. So, you know, 30, you would think 30 shots, you know, luckily he didn't. It's just, it's fucked up that he was crying on the Zoom court. He had to go to Zoom court and he was crying. 
And it's like, man, you can't be a you can't be a, a rapper that cry or a shooter that cry. Both of those are, you know, cancel out crying, man. So you you gotta stop being you got you gotta give up one of those at least. At least. You you can't be a crier, a crying shooter. It's gonna you can't you ain't gonna hit no targets. Your eyes are blurry and shit. Anyway, um prayers to 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 the baby that got shot and little Rodney for doing the shoot because he only 12 he ain't no I mean he can he can outgrow it he can be a totally different person by the time he 18 19 so let's let's hope little Rodney you know stop stop shooting and just maybe 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 just rap don't even rap about shooting just rap rap about listen to Will Smith uh other other rap news this is a fucking bombshell. Motherfucking Andre. Andre verse that was supposed to be on a Nas album got leaked on the Instagram. Somebody was doing it. One of the producers was doing Instagram and he fucking played the Nas song that nobody, I mean, the, the Andre 3000 verse that nobody ever heard. And man, Nas and Andre on the same song. Just we ain't never heard it. Both of them motherfuckers been around twenty something years and we ain't never heard these motherfuckers on the same song. Yeah, that's that's man, that's that should be fucking headline news that Nas and Andre got a song together that didn't nobody hear. Put that shit out, man. The world it's it's fucking chaos outside. Please release that song for the people's sake. We need that shit. Let's get a little more let's switch lanes, a little bit more serious news. In Brown County, which I don't know where Brown County is. It's it's somewhere down south though. They took a fucking yearbook picture and the one black dude that was in the picture, they took a you know, a basketball picture. It said everybody name on the picture, and then it's gonna say black kid, and they, you know, they just kept it moving, which lends me to my theory that racism is only bad when it's national. Local racism is tolerated because you know, if he literally the only black kid, that's cool. He know, they know, it, you know. Everybody say it behind their back anyway. So for them to put that in the book, they didn't think nothing of it because they didn't figure nobody else was going to find out out of Brown. They didn't even say where Brown County was. Because in Brown County, ironically enough, he probably the only black dude. Probably made him feel special. Like, goddamn, we, we named the whole county after y'all. you like, you know, they even say his name. Cause, and that's even more fucked up. The news didn't even say his name. The fucking school called him black guy. And the news called him black guy. Like, what's this kid's name? Anyway, that's just my take on it. And, and it could have been worse. They could have put, you know, a lot of other shit that they call us. But. It's just like if, if, if the situation was reversed and I don't want to like justify it or, you know, but it's kind of a double standard. If the situation was reversed, it was a white dude 
the only white dude in the school that was on the that happened to be on the basketball team, and they put white boy in the yearbook. Would nobody be mad? Referred to a couple podcasts ago, white boy Rick. Ain't nobody mad at white boy Rick. But at least we know his name, Rick. Okay, all right. I see. Touche. Touche. Moving on. Um, I guess this is more baby news. I should. I could. I usually do a better. So, sorry, Melmos. I usually do a way better job at saying ways, but I just got. I just got some in between. In between segments, I got some bullshit news that I'm not gonna share on air, but. The week just got tougher. Let's just say that. This week just got that a little bit tougher. And maybe a lot bit tougher. Anyway, we'll see. We'll see where we'll record the next podcast from. I'll tell you that. Anyway. A Canadian couple had raised $2 million for their baby to get this rare-ass surgery. Like, it's crazy. Like, because the baby got this rare-ass fucking condition, so I gotta get a rare ass surgery. It's not even a surgery. Turned out it was just a shot. A, a super expensive ass shot for this rare ass condition that the baby got. So they raised $2 million to get the shot. And then it turns out, ta-da, they won a, a raffle or a contest or some shit. They're gonna get the shot for free. Now they get to pocket the $2 because they damn sure ain't say nothing about you know, starting to uh, uh, hear your money back me. Everybody want to fund me, but ain't nobody trying to go refund me. Where's, where's that at? But so now they're going to keep that two mil. You know, now instead of a $2 million shot, now you got, you know, diapers, at least diapers is covered in formula for the next. You know, till they start shitting in toilets and eating solid foods. Two million go a long way, even in twenty twenty. Being as long as you ain't buying no dumbass tennis shoes, six hundred dollars backwards or backwards Nike off white because it say it say shoe on the shoe. You could be all right. You can make two million dollars stretch. And lastly, in news. <laughs> I saw these things that's supposed to be like, I think they're supposed to be like, uh, they call them like supervisors or some shit. Supervisors, not like, not like managers, but like, like visors that's like ultra, ultra visors. But they look like just somebody put a book bag upside down on your head. Cause that's how you, that's what it looks like a see through book bag that you got on upside down. And then overall, you look like a car seat. It's a car seat cover. That's what it is. It's not a book bag. It's a car seat cover with a window on it. And they got some zippers on the side so it stay put. And some straps and shit. And got motherfuckers walking around looking like a, a, a goth Gumby or some shit. So that's the, that's the thing now. So stay safe out there. $379. So once them start moving, you know what that means. They're going to have some, you know. $37 ones too. And the, you know, you know, they, they probably gonna look like the $379 ones, but just the, like little shit to justify why they only $37. Like, 
the shit going like the little visor part gonna be all flimsy and shit or or it's gonna stay fogged up you're gonna have to keep napkins on you so you can always wipe it down or and it's not gonna fit right it might be too tall it's gonna be long as fuck gonna be looking like a a, a spoiled ass banana walking around walmart but whatever man i say just wear the mask and stay the fuck home either or do it like that so, i don't know all right let's take some trips down memory lane all right before covid it was comedy happy birthday mama take a trip down memory lane segment so um remember when the R. Kelly thing was in the news you know he was coming out with a documentary and all this shit well they were well me Marvin and Larry had something to say about that me and Larry Marvin I was talking about you know we was discussing the R. Kelly thing and then Larry was like he was so mad he couldn't even watch it and I was like, yeah, I get it, you know, because, you know, it ain't really no new information. We already knew. So I get why some people wouldn't want to watch it. And he was like, no, nah, it ain't really had nothing to do with it. He mad at Lifetime for stealing his idea. And I'm like, what you talking about? He said he had a surviving pitch, except it was surviving CNC Music Factory. And it fucked me and Marvin up because we looked at each other like, shit, we ain't hear about no sexual abuse with CNC Music Factory. And he was like, they wasn't. He was like, his surviving CSC Music Factory was a documentary about people who went to their last reunion concert three years ago and justified the excuses for doing so. All right. Today's Legend of the Hood. I got to go with, we, we going away from basketball. Kind of. 
this dude was a legend, so he he, he, he did a little bit of everything. Um, I'm going with with Chuck. And if you're from 139 in Kansas, and you say Chuck, then you know it, the the name rings bells. Chuck was like a legendary crackhead dude. But he was more than a crackhead. They usually are. He was like a crackhead, but he was a bodybuilder, and he was a boxer, and he was a track runner, and a car fixer, and an alcoholic. And he had to, like he he still had girls. Like he had like he had he had good hair. What they call good hair in the hood. Two front teeth missing, but good hair. But so that's what made him legendary. Like you look at him, like how's Chuck pulling girls? Oh, because he got good hair and he crackhead and he got muscles. All that together, any one of those things may or may not, you know, get you the girl. But all those together, muscles, good hair, crackhead. Oh shit, he was rolling in it. And only I ain't had too many confrontations with Chuck. I kept because he was he was quick, like he was his, he was quick tempered. He'd go from like cool to mad, and like damn near a bipolar heartbeat. And I don't know what set him off. So you didn't want to like get him too angry because he was real strong. He was really all muscle. He was only about five three, but he was. 180 pounds of pure muscle, maybe 170 pounds of. I'm not good with with pounds. I just know the motherfucker was look like a fucking. You know, remember the wrestling characters they had, not the uh, the rubber ones, not WWF wrestlers, but the other ones, the ones that had the the arms and legs you could rearrange and, and put on other bodies and shit, and you could just, they they were just all. Even the referee was cocky as fuck. Them. He was built like one of them wrestling men. So, you didn't want to fuck with Chuck. And one time, when I was in my little drinking days, I would buy me a pint of hen. And that would last me, I thought, you know, Friday night, Saturday night, maybe even have some for Sunday night. If I'm done sharing it with some girl on Saturday night. Not that Friday night. I was drinking my pint of hen. And here comes Chuck, strolls on up. What's up, man? What's up, little man? I'm taller than him, but you know. What's up, little man? I'm like, <laughs> what's up, Chuck? Like, what you drinking on? It was a real Debo-ish moment. Kind of like, now that I think about it. Like, what you drinking on? I was like, you know, I just got some hand. Let me get a sip. I ain't gonna put my mouth on it. Which was courteous and respectful of him. And he didn't put his mouth on it. He didn't need to. His sip, and I'm saying that with air quotes, took about two thirds of whatever I had left in that bottle. And what you gonna say to Chuck? Hey man, you drunk too much? If you say the wrong thing to Chuck while he drinking that bottle of Hennessy, aka fuck you up juice, or whatever the fuck you wanna call it. You liable to drink the rest of that bottle real fast, that wrong way. And I ain't talking about drinking 
the rest of the liquor in the bottle. I'm talking about drinking the rest of the bottle, like the bottle going down your throat. So you don't, you didn't necessarily want to fuck with Chuck. Just let Chuck drink the Hennessy and keep it moving, man. And hope, and hope that he didn't want to hit your weed or nothing like that. So, shout out to Chuck, man. I don't know if he's still terrorizing the street, but he is this week's legend of the hood. Melmos, thanks again for fucking with me, for smoking with me, for chilling with me, for listening to me, for telling people about me and all that shit. We have come to another end of another episode, I should say. And uh, this was episode number 21, uh, the birthday, the my mama birthday episode. Um, probably gonna call this when my mama ain't raised no hope since that's the song that I've made for her birthday video. And it just makes sense because she didn't. And um, but yeah, this was this was good, man. Covered we covered some shit. Talked about a little, talked a little shit. Went a little longer than I expected it to go. I didn't think it was I was gonna have this much shit to talk, considering how I felt going into the recording of this episode. But here we are, an hour damn near an hour later. So get on out of here with that. Just want to say this one more thing. Like I always got one more thing. <laughs> I want to, I want to stay that way out. I watch these five videos. I don't watch a lot of them. I try to just watch if the caption reads somewhere it's like a justified ass whooping. But I don't really like watch the beatings and the beatdowns and all that shit. Like the jumpings and the stompings. I don't need to see all that. But I do watch the good one-on-one fights. And I hate every time I watch the good one-on-one fights. It never fails. It'd be one person getting their ass whooped, boy or girl. One person getting their ass whooped. And you hear somebody yelling on the side, let him get up. Let him get up. Like, no, he he have them in this hole for a reason. To stop, to, to fucking take advantage of the situation. If I let him get up, I have now evened the situation. Fuck what you talking about. No, I'm not letting him get up. Stop saying that dumb shit. Ain't nobody let nobody get up in a fight. Ain't no fucking sanctioned match. Ain't no referees. We ain't getting paid after this. I'm trying to tear this motherfucker's face off. Talking about let him up. I'm trying to choke his life out. At least knock him the fuck out. I know we both ain't getting up. I'm gonna let me up after I lay this motherfucker down. That's about it. That's that's all I wanted to say about that. So uh, with that, um, shit. <laughs> Do unto others, like I always say, man. Treat everybody else how you want to be treated. Like, hey, man. And if you get choked out because you wanted to choke somebody else out, then that's good. That's you gotta expect to get choked out. It's the same thing, man. No matter what you want trying to do, man. Just whatever it is, man. Treat others how you want to be treated, man. Just think about put yourself in the next motherfucker's shoes, man. So next time you're at the drive-through. You know what I'm saying? Next time you at the grocery store, all these service jobs where people is doing shit for minimum wage, or even if it ain't minimum wage, even if they fucking selling Rolexes, just fucking treat them, treat them the way you want to be treated, motherfucker. Shit. So uh, that's it, man. That's my advice every time. I just think that's the easy way to live. One more time, happy birthday, mama. Happy birthday to all the October 24th Scorpio birthdays. Um. 
Hope y'all had a good time. And um, that's it. Oh, shout out to my German listener. I almost forgot. Shout out to my German listener. And um, that's it, man. Till next week. Uh, stay safe. Peace. Go Browns.